time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Hello, everybody. This is Bump and Run, and I am Bump, and this is our third, I think, post. Third, I believe, yeah. Uh, third post stoppage of play podcast, and uh, you're Bump, I'm Run. And, That's right. Uh, hello, how are you? Ah, good, how are you? I'm isolating <laughs> well. I've settled good. into isolation. That's good. That's good. It's uh, are you are you growing a beard or anything? I it seems to be the going thing, and I had one going, but I just recently in the last day shaved it off because it okay. was starting to irritate me, and I shaved my head. So the well, hair actually, is going that's like not crazy. True. That's not true. You're, the girls shaved your head. Your that's true. My daughters did shave my head. Yeah, it was. Uh, it like was it like dog clippers? Yeah, they just. I got a pair of actual. Uh, per, uh, uh, I don't know what they call it. I guess hairdresser shears? grade lambs, uh, shears, sheep shears. Yep, and they were so Eva's done it before. She's my oldest. I have three daughters, and so okay. she, she's done it before. But the other two wanted to help, so they were excited too. So Aubrey got to shave like a big line right down my head, in the middle of my head, <laughs> and then Phoebe's got to shave it up the sides. So and then oh, Eva wow. Eva did all the detail work. So. Turned out, turned out good. It was nice to get rid of it because it was long. Yeah, uh, mine's very long. I can't really shave mine no. considering I'm an ambassador for uh, Just for Men. I can't really do that. <laughs> they, they don't have like head dye? <laughs> no, it's not, not a good look for, for guys without hair. Um, so on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of golf because despite the fact they haven't played since the players, the first round of the players, there's still a lot going on. Tons. And then in the second part after that, it's a, a new adventure for us here at Bump and right. Run. I'm going to give you the first ever Bump and Run Masters quiz. Now, you are right. noted amongst all our peers at TSN as a guy with a steel trap memory. You can remember episodes of The Simpsons mm -hmm. and who... Uh, who played what number ball in the fifth round of the 1973 um, Shearson Lehman Hutton Brothers Open? Things like that. Yeah, it's it's so a give you it's a great talent that I have that goes nowhere. Yeah, it's uh it's uh at and 265 gets you a grande coffee at Starbucks. We'll That's do right. that. We'll do that a little bit later. But I wanted to get your impressions first of all of the the, the new Master Majors potential schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, we got one canceled and three with different dates, but let's start off with the Open Championship. Were you surprised, shocked, um, no issue at all? I mean, what was your take on, on that one? Well, I wasn't surprised. Um, they were always uh, going to follow suit with Wimbledon from what all the stories were leading up to these decisions. And, you know, the, the interesting article that I read, I believe it was Golf Digest that said, you know, they got an insurance policy and, for pandemic insurance and you know that trumps all if they're gonna be able to cancel it and do it in the right time frame that they can cash in on that insurance policy then they were gonna do it um and you know so they're not gonna play it this year it's it'll go next year at st george's and then the year after that at st andrews so i wasn't surprised it's um it is amazing that somebody would have pandemic insurance like i'm not sure if that's just part of a of a clause in somebody's somebody's uh, insurance policy, but apparently it was it was a two million dollar policy. Now I don't know if, if it's just for pandemic. Man, that's a lot to pay out. Obviously they cash it in, and it's been it's paid for itself already. But uh, I don't even know what the what the routine would. Be. I mean, it's it's a lot of dough though. That is a lot of dough. Um, now I know who to go to for a loan a loan potentially. 
So I'll just yeah. call, I'll just call up uh, Marty Slumbers there and uh, at the RNA and say, hey, listen, do you think people call him Marty? Probably not. I wonder if he has a nickname. Like, would it be like Slum Dog? Or uh, I'm trying to think what it would be. We're never, we're never going back to the open. You know that. No, no, no we're uh, done now. <laughs> Um, and then the other three, we've got the PJ in August, the U.S. Open in September, and the Masters in November. Of those three, I'm thinking uh, the most likely one to be held will be the Masters. Yeah, of course. Um, I think all the projections show that we don't know when this is going to be over. And, you know, I know the PGA is still scheduled to start up with the Charles Schwab Cup in the May 21st, I believe, is the date. Good luck with that. But there's no way that's happening. Um, no, the schools won't be open by then. Right, exactly. Like it's, it's very. I, I, I don't think. I think that's pie in the sky thinking. And I even think the August date for the PGA is pie in the sky. Like that might be when they're yeah. starting, uh, potentially. But like, wow. Um, the I but the, I believe the Masters will be held, and if anybody can get a course ready, I know it'll only be open for about a month at that stage, uh, middle of November. But if anybody can get it ready, I have no mm. worries at all that the uh, people at Augusta can have that course ready to be played on. Not ready, no. April Masters ready, but ready to hold the tournament. There's been there's been some comments from players who have had the opportunity to play in the fall, obviously not in the Masters, but in some kind of a tournament. And they say it does play a little different, but it, almost plays firmer and faster because it's a little wetter in the spring mm -hmm. that's now i don't know they've got you know they've got the sub air system under all the greens right. they've got them under all, a lot of some of the fairways they've actually got them in some of the crosswalks because if you remember in i want to say 2005 it was like oh, ridiculously brutal. wet i remember that, that <laughs> I mean, kitty litter yeah. that they put down it stunk oh yeah and then, they, and then they ended up putting putting uh sub air under some of the crosswalks right <laughs> that's because it's when you have it, a lot of money Right, and they have they have endless wealth. They build tunnels under roads, and uh, yep. you know, like um, buy up shopping centers. Yeah, exactly. They just buy up the Augusta Country Club's ninth hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's you know they when you have that when you have the ability to not worry about money, you can get like the course is open anyways. So you know if you're looking for April conditions, you're not going to get them. But you will get conditions appropriate for a major tournament. So the yeah. the low scores that we generally see in that you know nine, ten, eleven, twelve under probably won't be there. But they'll be able to hold a tournament, and I think it's I like Thanksgiving in Augusta. I'm da I'm game yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly for sure. Turkey time. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, if the PGA goes off at all. In San yeah. Francisco in August, that's and then the uh, U.S. Open will be a little cool one if it goes in September in New York. Could right. be cool. Could be nice. You never know. Like, yeah, nice you never know. Like said, they, but they can't really push it any further, right? No, and, and be safe. And then they got. I was the... there. I was I was there last year in November, and um, right well, right around the time of the uh, U.S. Open tennis, mm -hmm. and it was it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Right. Just like you couldn't ask for better weather, so we'll see what happens there. If they get New York's got a few hurdles to deal with. Uh, it's a big city and it's a great city, and hopefully they get back on on track. But we'll, mm -hmm. we'll figure out what happens. Uh, and then the other only other thing we haven't really heard of as we're taping this is the RBC Canadian Open, which mm -hmm. is the week after 
week before the old U.S. Open date in June, and the only thing I've heard there is that they're, you know, they might lobby for another event in the fall to try to reschedule and do something. I think it's unusual that we haven't heard of a redo yet for the PGA Tour schedule. I thought once the Masters and, and the Majors had all figured their way out, they'd they'd pretty pretty quickly get the uh, PGA Tour scheduled around. But but there's a lot of stuff going on there, a lot of money, um, a lot of tournaments that want a spot, yeah. right? That's exactly. That you know, only there's probably only so if you if you looked at how they threw everything out, everything up until the U.S. Open was the same, and then so now the U.S. Open week is available, and the Olympic week is available, and the British Open week is available. So, you know, that's three. And, and let's be honest, that those May tournaments are not happening, and the right. Canadian Open is not happening because in Toronto they've banned gatherings. Right for yeah, or any yeah. sort of events until the end of June. So right, you're not going to have a June 11 to 14th, which is the scheduled date. Right, exactly. So you know, and and if the borders are still closed, players aren't going to be able to get up here. So hey, maybe right. maybe they should hold it, and then a Canadian is pretty much guaranteed to win. Yeah, except so Pat Canadian Fletcher's records right out the window. Yeah. That's <laughs> Corey Connors, Adam Hadwin, Mackenzie Hughes tied for the lead after the first round. Mike Weir, Adam Dillett. Yeah. <laughs> right in <behind>. second. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to some fun here. Yes, I'm looking we're gonna, forward to uh, We're going to do the Masters, the first ever bump and run Masters quiz. Now, most of these questions are based on last year. Okay. And we've got a studio, we've got a studio audience. Oh, so that's, we, we do? That's good, yep. Yeah, yeah, our budget went audience up. here taking care, and they will... Uh, they will look after you and cheer you on, or maybe boo you. Who knows? We might yeah, see. But uh, nice are you ready? Me. I am ready. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here's the first question. Last year, in the final round, the final two groups, four of six players put the ball in the water. We know the two people. The two people who didn't put them in the water. One was Tiger Woods. Right. Who was the other one? In the last two groups. So two of the last. How many groups? Two of the last six. They were played in threesomes. Okay. So we know so the that last Brooks two groups. So we know Molinari. Molinari know did. Finau, Finau did. Poulter. Kepka did. Poulter did. So Xander? Shoffley? Nope. I'll give you one more guess because it's the first question. Webb Simpson. You got it. That's good. I'm giving you that. That's good. Well, right on the edge there. No more second chances. Though. All right. All right. I got you. Which two players, whose first names begin with the same two letters, led after the first round? Ooh, great question. First round was... Oh, man. The first two letters of their first name, is, are, is, they're both the same. So it was... Kepka, Kepka, because he no shot... First name. Oh, sorry. You want their first names? Brooks? Well, I'm just saying the, first, the clue yeah. is that the first two letters are the first name. So Brooks right. Kepka is one. You're right. Brooks Kepka and uh, Bryson DeChambeau. You got it. Very good. Wow, you're doing great. Awesome stuff. Okay. In the third round, three players set a record by shooting 64. It's the first it. time there had been six, three rounds of 64 or lower in one round. Can you name the three players who did it? Give me two of the three, and I'll give you the. Give I you could, the well, rest. Patrick Cantley, and yeah. and Webb Simpson. 
Yeah. For sure. And yeah. the third one was probably Fino. It was. Wow, yeah. what a memory. See, and, and I, I will say this. I have been watching a lot of the Masters events because we were trying to prepare a right. massive uh, rollout of all four rounds that uh, didn't end up going through, but I did watch the entire third round. Okay. So, so wow. I, it's not cheating, but I have seen it re more recently than last April. You've been studying. I have been. I knew this was coming. I had a feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the the cut last year was the largest in the history of the Masters since they started making started having a cut. Within three, plus or minus three, how many players made the cut? Uh, I would say it was ridiculous because there were only like at one point I remember at one point there were like maybe fifteen guys that weren't making the cut. Uh, how many play, how many players were last year? Ninety, probably ninety. I would say seventy-five. Oh, almost sixty-five. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Good guess. How much? Does an egg salad sandwich cost? At a Buck fifty. Buck fifty. You got it. That was it. That was a layup. <laughs> that, was, that was an easy one. <laughs> I have like four of those a day. Oh man, they're so good. <laughs> it's honestly the only time I eat egg salad. Oh, because I, I don't make it. At, we don't make it at home. That's I do love. I do love it, but my kids aren't the biggest fans, so we don't ever make it. Oh, it's good. The only but, thing that would make it better if they put like uh, little bits of celery in it or something. Or pickle, pickle maybe. Oh, uh, that could be. I'm not a pickle guy, but I... I Celery would be good. Celery. There's the winner right there. Okay. All right. Brooks Kepko, we know, I because mm -hmm. I asked you this in the second question, made a double on the 12th hole. What did he do on the next hole? So he made a double, so the par 5. So on the par 3, he made a double. What did he do on the 13th hole, the par 5? I'm just, I'm just going to say eagle. I don't know for sure, but it's probably a pretty good guess. <laughs> Did what he a did. guess yes. by you? It was either Tremendous. birdie or eagle, but I, I went big. <laughs> okay, here's a fairly easy one. Who was the top Canadian last year at the Masters? It was uh, Corey Connors. <laughs> yes, because he was the only one who made. He's the only cut. one that made the cut. <laughs> That's right. He was there. He 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 hung around for a bunch and then just kind of didn't make any birdies on the weekend, really. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's enough for. Uh, that's enough for last year's. Now I got okay. a couple of questions. A couple of questions that are all-time masters here. All right. Who's the only player to finish runner-up to both Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus at the Masters? Oh, okay. Okay. So, oh my God, good, that is a good, good question. question. Okay. I just finished. It's funny because I just watched, like we all did. It was on. Uh, it was on this week. The 86 final. I just got to remember who yes. finished runner-up. So, okay. So, Norman did for sure because he missed the putt on 18. He bogeyed 18 to fall. And then it was, oh, my God. Seve was there. Um, no, but Seve. Seve draw. It's, okay. It's, okay. Tom Kite and Greg Norman were runners-up in 86 to Jack. So. Okay. Who's runner up? That's the great. That is the grand question of them all. It's he was way <laughs> far back. Uh, it's 
you know what? I'm going to, it's got to be Norman Cat that coughed it up in 96. So I don't believe he was around in 97. So I'm going to say Tom Kite. You are correct. Yes. Wow. Yes. Pulled that one out. Very good. It was very nice to hear you doing your audio deductions there. You yeah, it was. Very, very masterful. Again, if I hadn't watched if it wasn't Masters Week and we were replaying all these great Masters, I probably would have never come up with that qu- that answer. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got two left for you. Okay, perfect. Who who played in the Masters the most times before winning it? Man, that's a good one. Could be Phil. Yeah. Yeah, it could be Phil. It's, could be, but it's got to be... It's got to be Phil or... You know, I couldn't tell. I couldn't go back into the history books, like way far back. So I'll have to go. It's oh Sergio. It's got to be Sergio. <laughs> it is. It's yes. Sergio Garcia. Sergio, a couple of years ago, played in it. <laughs> I was thinking when I first read that, I was thinking maybe Marco Mira, but yeah, oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one too. Sergio. Here's the best question that I've come up with so far, and it's a multiple choice question. So okay. you've only got you've got three choices to select from. All right. Which former British Open champion has never never had which former British Open champion never had a round under par at the Masters? Was it A, John Daly, B, Todd Hamilton, or C, Bobby Jones? Well, it's got to be Bobby Jones cuz he never played the Masters. <laughs> I think he played once. Did he played once? But that's that's it. You're right. You yes. are correct. Wow, you did great. I think you only missed one. I did. That's stupid cut information. It, Damn it. Yeah, that was a pretty tough one. But you made it up with the bonus egg salad one. Egg salad. That's a yeah. That's a hands down. You you take ten bucks to Augusta, and you can get uh, you can get a beer, a bag of chips, and a sandwich easily. I, it used to be. It used to be up until about three or four years ago. You could get a beer and an egg salad sandwich for five dollars. That's amazing. I love that place. That it's so great. is a wonderful place to be. <laughs> Of course, it's even cheaper in the media center. That's right. The free the free beer and uh, egg salad sandwiches are way better. What What will you? We were you and I and James Duthie were texting yes. today about and last night about uh, everything at Augusta and how it's so weird not to be going there. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to miss? What, what are the things? Not the players, not the game, not the scores, all that. But what kind of stuff do you miss about Augusta? Well, if I. You know, apart from all the great camaraderie that we have and the fun times that we have um, in our house and with each other, because um, we have a great group of guys and we have a blast, like whether we're betting on taped bowling like we did last year or <laughs> or your Gary Player impersonation, etc. I'm going to I'm going to I'll keep it course related. And, you know, it doesn't happen as much anymore, but I still try and do it. Is on Thursday, on Thursday, which we're taping this podcast on Thursday, which would have been the opening round of Augusta had it been going on today. You know, when we used to shoot the ceremonial tee shot, you know, we would get there at 6.30 in the morning. And walking up the hill past the par 3 course, and there's nobody on the course. Because... You should, we should point out, you should point out that our TV compound is on the other side that's of the right. par 3 course from where... Uh, where the clubhouse is. Right, and so nobody's allowed on the course yet. All the patrons, the gates aren't open yet. It's just TV people, any players that are getting ready for their first tee shot, and, of course, the ceremonial tee 
the ceremonial tea participants. So walking up that hill from the par three to head onto the grounds where the golf course is, and you're, it's so quiet because it's, it's, everything's about to happen, but it's so quiet, and the sun's rising up just over the pines. It's, it's one of the most peaceful times we have in the next four days because it's go, go, go covering the tournament. But I always loved the fact that, you know, again, we get an inside window into a lot of things. Uh, covering these golf tournaments and that's one of the one of the coolest times because it's so quiet and the sun's just coming up and you know everything's you know we're ready to get going and get the tournament going and that's one of my favorite times you know one of the favorite things for me too is just hanging out under the big tree which doesn't mean that much to those who haven't been there but behind the clubhouse there's this great big tree and it's kind of where everybody meets and you see old friends and you see people you haven't seen in years and you can see um, you can see past champions there. You can see golf greats just kind of hanging around. I have a little thing that I do as well sometimes. <laughs> I shouldn't, I don't know if I reveal, reveal this, but you see all the, the green jacket people, the members, and a lot of them have, um, they all have name tags on. So sometimes I, I make a note of their name tag or I write it down and I go and Google them afterwards and find out who they are and <laughs> what kind of captains of industry they are. And there's some pretty impressive people there, oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. It's oh, pretty yeah. But, you know, you see, like, like uh, who is it, Lin, is it Lynn Swan's a member? Yep, and, Lynn Swan, Condoleezza uh, Rice. Yeah, Condoleezza Rice, those are the ones. A lot of members don't show Lou up, Holtz. I think, that week. I, yeah, Lou yeah, Holtz Lou is Holtz. never there. But Lynn Swan Bill is Gates always there. there. Yeah, I've never seen Bill Gates there. Nope. I've never seen Warren Buffett there. Um, but uh, there's enough cool people there that you get to meet and, and talk to and stuff. But just hanging out under that tree is uh, is a cool experience. Yeah, and the guys that, uh, the guys that are in charge of the media – they do a really nice job there of trying to get everybody for ev- uh, everybody that they need, that people need. Yeah. Uh, they're very yeah, they're friendly. Very good there. Uh, they have their rules, and the rules are the rules, and you don't break them. But they are very good about it. They're not without being pushy. You know, they're, they, right. they try and get everybody what they need so they can cover their tournament. Um, and I... And I will say that no other organization that I have ever worked with is A, as polite, but also B defends their rights holders man yes they do if you are rights holders you are really in their good standing they they really love you out there because they'll get you an interview if you're a canadian we will get adam had one yep a lot of other people won't so it's pretty cool that way and inclusive too like what other tournament could you go into the clubhouse and have a drink <laughs> like you can we can we can get we have access into that um, yep. You know, uh, one of the other traditions that I love is that after our last sh- our last preview show on Sunday, we all go up to the, you know, pending the weather, we all go up to outside the clubhouse and sit down and have lunch. Yeah, that's you, pretty cool too. And, and you can't do oh. that at the U.S. Open or the Open or the PGA. Like, no. we, you know, no. we've been to them all weeks here. We can't do that. But Augusta, it doesn't matter. You just go up and say, yeah, we need a table for six. And they sit you, know, you down, uh, and you could be sitting down right next to Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicholas or whoever's like Craig Stadler. Yeah, yeah, all the anyway. all the past champions are there with their families. They're they're, they're all That's over right. the place. So it's it's such a cool. I remember one time eating breakfast on the balcony um, outside that outside the champ where the champions locker room is. Which there's two there's two buildings there. One's the locker room, and then one's where the champions locker room is. And Arnold Palmer's just out there. And there he is. It's me at one table and Arnold Palmer at another table. They just you, you don't have access like that anywhere else but at Augusta. And it's why I you love know, going back first, there every year. When I first started going there in the early '90s, 
there used to be a barber shop and you could go get your haircut. We used to get our haircut at, at the Masters. <laughs> Remember the, it's the, pretty crazy. One other handy little tidbit that Augusta National had was one time I had a really bad allergic reaction to something, pollen, or I touched something, and my finger swelled, and I had to get my ring cut, my wedding ring cut off because it was cutting off the circulation to my, to my finger. Well, I could go somewhere at Augusta to have that done. They had a first aid room where they had a ring cutter. The guy had just... <laughs> He said, I don't usually bring this, but I just brought it today because I saw it. Wow. And he, that's he, he cut my ring I had it, and I had it fixed when I got back. But um, Well, it's, it's a cool place. We're going yeah. to miss the Masters this year for, well, at its regular time spot, and hopefully we'll be back there in November to have right. a look at uh, fall in Augusta and see what it's like, if it's any any different. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, actually, with yeah. all the trees that they have down there. Exactly. But, um, they do it like nobody else. That's right. I agree. All right. Well, that's it for this edition. Hope you enjoyed the uh, the quiz, and uh, we'll be back with you uh, very soon with another edition and hopefully some more positive. Yeah, hopefully, news. hopefully we have some news coming up where maybe some golf is is on the horizon at least. I'm Ren. I'm Bump. See you later.